0: First century AD a despot sat on the throne of Israel history has recognized him as a brilliant leader a masterful architect and a cunning diplomat but Herod the Great was also unbelievably paranoid and horribly vengeful his story ends just as the story of Jesus begins both will end their lives officially named King of the Jews by the Roman Empire but their stories couldn't be more different Welcome to episode three of Bible Nerds Weekly. We're spending 2021 going through the gospel of Matthew because we believe understanding Jesus in his historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context helps us see Jesus more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more nearly day by day. I'm David Jesse. Thanks for joining me. Let's talk about that first official king of the Jews. Bible Nerds, we're here at episode three. Uh, Last week, we looked at the different religious and political groups Jesus confronted during his life here on earth. If this is your first time listening, I want to encourage you to go back, check those previous episodes out. Uh, Each week builds on what has come before. So make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also check out uh, article versions of these episodes and recordings of them on thebiblenerds.com. Jesus' story begins with a direct assault on the Roman Empire. Herod the Great knew exactly what it meant when the Magi entered Jerusalem looking for the King of the Jews. And you can't understand the story of Jesus without understanding the story of the ruler who tried to end his life almost immediately after he was born. The story of Herod the Great impacts everything in the Gospels. the Great's death exposed him for who he truly was. He lay in his palace in Jericho rotting from the inside out, gangrene, completely consumed his flesh while his mind was fully consumed by the paranoia and jealousy that he battled throughout his life. Just days earlier, uh, he'd had his favorite son and heir, Antipater, executed, believing he was plotting to kill him even though he was already on death's door. And Herod knew his death was imminent. For days, Herod's soldiers were rounding up the greatest and most loved leaders in all of Judea. Herod wanted them gathered into the arena in Jericho. His plan for them was horrific. Herod feared that the Jewish people wouldn't mourn his death. So, he planned on having his soldiers murder these leaders just moments after his death. If the people wouldn't mourn for Herod, he would ensure they had something to mourn about. Herod the Great died as he lived, desperate for the hearts of the Jewish people. The land promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob was at the crossroads of the ancient world. Nations from Europe, Asia, and Africa all battled for control of this tiny geographical strip. Its impact on the ancient world cannot be overstated. Herod the Great had the same level of impact on the political world that Jesus was born into the request of Mark Antony, Herod was appointed king of the Jews by the Roman Senate. Herod's lifelong rival was the queen of Egypt, Cleopatra, who was also the lover of Mark Antony. And then trying to solidify his rule, Herod the Great, who was himself only half Jewish and that by conversion only, married into the recently deposed Hasmonean dynasty. The land of Israel uh, was the border of between the two greatest empires of the day, Rome and Parthia. But while Herod the Great secured the throne in the eyes of the Romans, he failed to secure his place in the hearts of the people he ruled. Herod the Great never got past the reality that he wasn't truly or fully Jewish. Uh, His father was an Edomian. Uh, His father was forcibly converted to Judaism during the Hasmonean kingdom. His mother was an Arabian princess from Nabatea. He had the pedigree. Um, He was from royal lineage on both sides, but Herod wasn't Jewish. And this made him do both amazing and terrible things as king. Uh, But then Herod, he didn't have just this pressure from his subjects that he ruled from beneath. It was coming from all around him. Herod the Great's position within the Roman Empire, his rule was tenuous. Um, The Ptolemaic dynasty led by his enemy Cleopatra, uh, as mentioned before, was to the south in Egypt, and they were always uh, a risk or a danger uh, to Herod's rule. To the west was the only rival to the Roman Empire, the Parthians. So he was surrounded by enemies. And when, he, then, when Herod realized that Octavian um, was going to dethrone Mark Antony during the Roman Civil War, he betrayed his friend, uh, the one that brought him to power, and he pledged his loyalty to Octavian. Herod lived every day of his rule in fear that an attack or betrayal could happen at any moment. But then finally, Herod uh, was convinced that his own lust for power was present in all those who surrounded him. He had three of his sons, uh, his Hasmonean wife, uh, Miriam, uh, his wife's mother and grandfather, all of them executed for treason. When the Sanhedrin stood against his rule, he had 45 of its members executed. It's no surprise that the Jewish people feared Herod, But in many ways, they also loved him. Herod ruled by fear and terror, but this mad genius desperately wanted the love of his subjects. That's why he worked tirelessly to make Judea a prosperous city-state within the Roman Empire. Josephus wrote that during the period um, that he ruled, there was a famine, and Herod actually opened up the royal treasuries to provide food for the masses. He cut taxes twice, and most notably, Herod rebuilt the temple in Jerusalem. Both politically and economically, Herod's leadership made Judea a more prosperous nation. Historians agree. Herod was the greatest Jewish king since Solomon. Uh, he left an indelible mark on history. The story of the Jewish people can't be told without him. But then, just a few miles from his seat of power, a young maiden and the carpenter to whom she was betrothed looked for shelter in the village of Bethlehem. The promised son of David was being born. The child grew. Uh, to join Herod in being proclaimed the king of the Jews by a Roman official. And while Herod tried to cling to his power and authority, this child, who was called Emmanuel, God with us, laid his authority and his power down, and he willingly died. Herod remains in his tomb. Jesus does not. The son of David is the eternal king of kings and lord of lords. If this episode has challenged you or created curiosity about studying the Bible in its context, then please subscribe to The Bible Nerds Show wherever you look for podcasts to listen to. Uh, We have... The Bible Nerds Daily, which is a a 10-minute or so show that comes out Monday through Friday, and then this show, Bible Nerds Weekly. It's where we're looking at the uh, most Jewish of the Gospels, the Gospel of Matthew, in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context. That one comes out every Sunday morning, so subscribe today so you don't miss an episode. If you are a reader or you're just interested in going a little bit deeper into this, then our resource for this month uh, is something you definitely want to pick up. It is Reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus by Lois Verberg. Uh, It will really help you uh, be able to see so many of these uh, connections to the Jewish scriptures and read scripture the way, or at least a lot closer to the way Jesus would have read it. There is a link to purchase it. It's in the show notes. You can also go to thebiblenerds.com and find that link on the website. It's fantastic. I really encourage you to check it out. This podcast encourages you. If it challenges you, if it provokes you, if it makes you scratch your head and say, "Where did this guy come up with this stuff?" Uh, then I'm hoping that you'll pay it forward. Um, I want you to check out the ministry of One Child. One Child is changing the world one child at a time. Uh, they bring hope to hard places. They help children around the world that are in extreme. Poverty. There are 400 million children living today on less than $2 a day. That for $39 a month, you can literally change a life. Your extra every single month can be one child's everything. You can bring food, medicine, education, and the gospel to a child who wouldn't have it otherwise. Please consider making a one-time donation, a recurring donation, or even better, sponsoring a child. There is a link in the show notes. You can check out all of the information on the BibleNerds.com. Please consider paying it forward. We have a lot of exciting things coming in the next two or three months, and you won't want to miss any of them. That's why you need to be checking out our uh, social media pages, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and then making sure you're going to our website on a regular basis, thebiblenerds.com. Again, thebiblenerds.com its where you're going to get all of the latest information. You can subscribe to our newsletter within just a few weeks when that rolls out, and make sure you stay completely in the loop on all of the happenings with the show. Well, next week we're finally getting to matthew chapter one um the opening verses of this gospel are some of the most exciting and fascinating in all of the bible they include betrayal intrigue romance murder civil war and a mystery that most christians have never seen before oh did i mention that these verses are also a genealogy it's going to be a lot of fun but for now go read your bible